Welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports, exclusively on Radio Naira, 99.9 FM HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. Our topic for today is going to be talking about the MLB and MLBPA lockout. So basically what happened was this deal, I mean this was a collective bargaining agreement that had gone on. There was one existing from 2016 I believe till 2021 and they could, the MLB could have just extended it. They've done that before instead of, um, instead of having a lockout. But basically they froze all transactions and the MLBPA had to come and meet with them. And the MLBPA had a bunch of requirements they wanted to be met such as minimum wage and the how injuries work and how uh, I don't and how um, the free agency works and all, a bunch of signing uh, signing stuff and so there was um, so much stuff that was going on with this but the main thing I think was about the minimum salaries and um, the MLB wanted a 630 I believe six hundred thirty thousand dollar salary um, and I mean the MLB PA did and I it's basically that was one of the main factors here that the MLBPA wanted included in the um, in the collective bargaining agreement, and we've seen that there have been like we, I don't know how much how much you guys have seen, but on there's been so many pictures of um, people in the minor leagues, even in AAA, just living in a very small living quarters with five or six people. So the wages are terrible. And the biggest jump that they've seen is twenty-seven, about twenty-seven thousand dollars in one year. But that's basically what was happening, and no sides got a deal done. And basically, what happened was the games were actually there were a few games that the MLB canceled due to this deal not getting done, which I think is really unfortunate. The MLB has got to realize it's not about financials at that point; it's about the benefits for your players. And I mean, you're having people living in a one room bedroom with five or six people. So I that needed to be changed immediately and it did not get done. So I think the MLB, MLBPA did the right thing by rejecting this agreement, or by rejecting the collective bargaining agreement by Monday. Yeah, and like you were talking about the collective bargaining agreement or CBA, as most people call it. Basically, the disagreement is about the competitive balance tax or basically what dictates a dollar amount that teams can pay in annual player salaries. So for example, teams that exceed that, that salary cap are taxed on the overage and it gets worse the further that they exceed it. So what the owners want, uh, owners have been thought of as to win the last two CBAs. So the players really want to catch up and get back. And they're, what the players want to do are they want to increase the um they want to increase the balance tax they they want to increase in a way the salary cap which you can still go over but they want to increase that to encourage more spending on the players and the owner the owners are willing to raise it but not as much as the players would like and there's a really really large gap in the proposals between um the, the MLBPA and the owners which is probably the main problem and there's been negotiations that have gone on for a while but right now, there really hasn't been that much progress. And there's already been eight consecutive uh, days of bargaining. So it's going to take a lot of bargaining to get an agreement. But it needs to happen fast because every single, every single game that isn't played, the players lose $20.5 million in their salary, which is a ton. So each player? No, I don't think that's correct. Arv, not each player. That's not what I'm saying, Arv. I mean that for all the players in the league, their whole salaries, if you're understanding what I'm saying, Arv, they're all of their salaries combined. So let's say there's 
I know this obviously isn't true, but let's say there's a thousand players, right? And each player makes a certain amount of money. Well, they're adding up all the salaries for the players and then dividing it by the amount of games. So let's say the entire league makes $20 million and there's only 20 games. Each game, they lose a million dollars if you get what I'm saying. So every single game that is canceled, the whole league, everyone's salaries combined, $20.5 million are, are lost. So it's a big no-no for the um it's it's a big thing that the um the players want to avoid but if they need to they really want this tax to go up and i think that's the main thing and they want this agreement to be reached and so do the owners so i think eventually it will happen but i think a couple more series of games will be canceled until they can finally come up to an agreement do you think canceling games is the right move you think that's what the mlb should be doing to get the mlbpa to lower their what they're what they want well arv it's not really about the right move because when the mlb is in a lockout Really, they have no other option. I know, but I'm just asking. What are you gonna do? I know, but I'm just asking. Should the MLB have done something else? I mean, canceling games is not only hurting your revenue, but also your players, and it's just gonna make them more mad. I think that you have to do that, though, Arv, when you're in a lockout, because the players and the owners are not in an agreement, and it's just not working out. And I think that they need to decide on the CBA, and maybe they should start this process. I think that this has happened a couple times in history. They should start the process a year before it actually expires so that something like this doesn't happen again. Because I think we can both agree that the lockout is not good for any side. Well, they've just, ex previously they've extended it too. Like they've extended some of the old agreements until new agreements have been made. But I think both the MLB and MLBPA wanted so much change. So I don't think that was a possibility this time. But I do think that the MLB, I think that the MLB, I disagree with you. They should have found some other solution. They should have found some other way to quote unquote punish the MLBPA or the players for not getting a deal done with the MLB. And I know uh, there's gonna be a lot of backlash that says, oh, the MLBPA really, they, they didn't really didn't do anything wrong. And I agree, the MLBPA is doing the right thing. However, I don't, I think that the MLB could have found something else to do that would, something else, some other quote-unquote punishment that would have made the MLBPA, or would have still let the MLBPA bargain. And what I mean by that is, the MLBPA now is, or is, they're already annoyed because the deal wasn't done eight straight days. Now, there's, now there's been games canceled, and do you think that this bargaining is going to go anywhere faster after games are canceled? Maybe, but the players are just more mad. I don't think they're going to settle now. So I think this was not the right thing to do. However, I think that it was somewhat necessary, but there, there's obvious, there's always a better solution. And this just, this was not the one to make the MLBPA just come back to. For the MLB, this is not what you want for like the MLBPA to be thinking in their head when they're trying to do a deal with you and you upset them. So now they're not going to do a deal with you. So I just think that this was not the right thing to do. Thanks for listening to Two Brothers and Their Sports and have a great rest of your day.